God bless fantasy football. There are many things a man can do with his time. And this, well, this is better than those things. Hey, listeners, I'm interrupting the podcast to bring you breaking news that happened after we recorded tonight. Dalvin Cook has signed with the Jets. We'll talk about, I'm sure, on further episode on how this is going to affect the Jets, Dalvin Cook, and Brees Hall moving forward. Back to the regular scheduled program. hey We are back. I am Bren here with Chaz and Connor for another episode of Good Old Fantasy Football. Today we will talk, be talking about quarterback rankings. We have our top 10. Um, we'll give you the consensus rankings as long with, along with each of our rankings, and then we'll talk about where we have each person ranked and why. Um, before we get into that, we will go over the rest of the preseason week one games with Chaz. But even before that, we have some breaking news. Connor, what do we have? Breaking news, Ezekiel Elliott is expected to sign a one-year deal worth up to $6 million with New England Patriots. That affects Ponder Stevenson. Probably will lose a few touches, and especially goal-line touches, but see what happens with that. I can see a few touchdowns going Zeke's way, but I don't think I don't think Ramondre loses too much from that. Unless Belichick goes back into this like hodgepodge of different running backs a week and is the start. At what time? Because I'm yeah. sure Zeke could have a couple of good weeks, but I don't know. I think it's Ramondre still with maybe a few touchdowns. Yeah, I think he's going to kind of be the lead guy either way. All right, Chaz, let's get into the rest of the preseason games. What do you got? All right, last night we had uh, Saints-Chiefs. Saints uh, came out hot. Derek Carr went 6-for-8 for 70 yards and a touchdown. Alvin Kamara, he is going to be suspended for three games, but he looked good with three carries for 14 yards. Uh, Michael Thomas, another catch for 16. So a lot of guys got some action. They looked good with all the starters out there. Winston didn't look bad as a backup. On the Chiefs side, Patrick Mahomes did start the game, played one series, two for two. Nothing special, naturally. The Saints running back, uh, the rookie, sprained his knee, though, right? I think I saw that it's not too serious, but might start the year, just might miss the rest of preseason. Yeah, Con- uh, Kendra Miller got hurt yesterday with the tweak knee. Um, yet to see what else has come from that. So something to keep an eye on, especially with. Uh, Alvin Kamara out for the first couple games. Will Jamal Williams now be a guy that's going to need to be drafted at the end of your draft? Yeah, even if he's just the full-time starter with Miller out and Kamara suspended, he might have three monster games. Yeah, and something that you take in round 9, 10, just to get three games out of the flex. Yeah. Um, how did Chris Olave do? Uh, he was targeted. Um, let's see. One target, didn't have a catch. Uh, but I think he's going to be – the number one guy on that team. Expectations for him. Uh, and then we had one other game last night: Raiders and San Francisco. The only takeaway is Trey Lance does not look very good. He went ten for fifteen, so not terrible stat sheet, but had four sacks, which is kind of tough. First three plays, yeah, a better competition. Yeah, so when you're kind of battling for that second quarterback spot, it doesn't look good to be sacked four times right away. I think he'll look good in Washington sooner or later. Oh, Sam Howell looked good for Washington. Yeah, yeah, but the 49ers can get rid of him with anything in exchange. The sooner the better. If anything, maybe like Tennessee or Tampa Bay. Yeah, 
be interesting to see. All right, let's get into our rankings. We have quarterback rankings one through 10. So we're going to start from 10 and go back to one. Our consensus 10th ranked running back is Aaron Rodgers. Quarterbacks. 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 We're talking about quarterbacks today. Um, we have Aaron Rodgers at 10. I have him at 11. Connor has him at 9. And Chaz has him at 12. Do we think he has a bounce back year after a bad season following his two MVP seasons? Um, as a running back, no. I don't have high expectations for Aaron Rodgers this year. That's fair. But – uh, I think it really depends on how quickly they get it. They get settled into this offense. Um, the offense coordinator he's had for how many years in Green Bay? So a lot of familiarity with that offense. Garrett Wilson looks like he could be a standout star this year. So I think there is an upside to Aaron Rodgers, but with some of these other guys that we're going to have on our list, I'm the lowest on them. It's Running quarterbacks are really taking over when you're adding these extra rushing yards and rushing touchdowns in for a week-to-week basis really adds up. That's why I have him lower. Yeah, and he was the quarterback 13 last year on a down year. Um, his consistency was an F, so he had some good weeks. Um, he had some top, a couple top 10 weeks, but overall, bad year. But I do think, like Chess said, I think he's going to come back. Um, Garrett Wilson, I think, is going to have a big year. If Brees Hall's healthy, that's a weapon out of the backfield. If they go sign down and Cook or somebody like that, be another weapon. Uh, I'm excited to see the Jets' offense could be Rodgers this year. Yeah. Yeah, I think a down year by Rodgers is still a good year for most of the league. Um, I personally have him ranked nine, so a little higher than these guys. Uh, like we're saying, weapons are there for him to be good. If the running backs are backed up, it might force him to pass a little bit. But I think he wants to show everybody that he can still fall out and have a good season this year. Start out with the Jets. Hopefully, he does a little better following uh, his same career path as far as and wins a playoff game or two. And I do look for the sense of you're probably not drafting him till the tenth to twelfth round. Yeah, this isn't someone that you're spending an early pick on. No, so I do like him in that sense of he's a good safe option. I think. Yeah, even if he's your second quarterback, if you wait a long time and get a Geno Smith and Aaron Rodgers or something like that, um, just to have that second option. But he's not a league winner. No. He could be a weak winner, not a league winner. Um, coming in at number nine is Deshaun Watson. I have him at nine. Connor has him at 11. And Chaz is the highest on him at eight. I know Chaz really likes him this year. Yeah, I think with Amari Cooper and Elijah Moore, who did just get a little banged up in their first preseason game, uh, he should be back by week one. And David Njoko as the tight end is kind of every year is that guy that could be the breakout tight end and still has yet to do it. But he's very athletic, and I think Mark Cooper with Deshaun Watson could be a really good duo. Um, hopefully Nick Chubb out of the backfield too. He's got really good running game, so it's not going to all rely on Deshaun Watson. Yeah, the weapons are there. Uh, running game to rely on as an offense is there. Um, when he finally came back from the suspension last year, he didn't look like himself with a full offseason. He should get back into that top 10 territory. Um, we'll see. Time will tell. Yeah, I think the rust will fall off. He'll be right back to where he was um, in Houston with, with better weapons. I also think, as we were saying, running quarterbacks are, you know, a better option than non-running quarterback. Sean Watson doesn't look to run, but he's more than capable. If he needs to get out of the pocket, he can extend the play. Even if he doesn't take off running, he's, he's very good at extending the play. 
and creating more time. So I think that'll help him with the weapons that he has. Yeah, kind of what Connor said, though. I, it is a little scary drafting him after how bad he did look last year. Yeah. And I, that's kind of why I don't have him in my top five because I think he could finish the top five. I just – he did look terrible last year when he did come back from his suspension. Agreed. I think these next top eight uh, you could take in any order. We have Trevor Lawrence at eight. Connor and I have him at seven, and Chaz is the lowest on him at nine. Um, I think Calvin Ridley looks great right now in camp. I think he's going to be really good. Just another target on top of a good offense from last year with Christian Kirk. Um, ETN, Tank Bigsby is looking good out of camp. I think he'll have a ton of weapons. I'm, I'm big on Evan Ingram. Um, so, you know, the offense I think is going to be great. Yeah, and the only reason I'm kind of not higher on Trevor Lawrence is Right now, his current ADP is end of the fifth, early sixth. I think right around there, I still want to be looking for potential running backs. Or I want to, in the fifth round, I want to take somebody like, I don't know, Justin Herbert, if he's still there, over Trevor Lawrence. And that's why I have him lows, because I don't want to spend a fifth, sixth-round pick on Lawrence. If he falls to seventh and eighth, I love him. I think he'd have a big year. I don't like him at the fifth round. I think last year he really developed a uh, connection working with uh, Doug Peterson, and it showed in the second half of last year he was coming back from games, and they never felt like they were out of it, especially in the playoff games with the Chargers. They start building on that more in the offseason, and yeah, I count really to the mix. I think they could be explosive, and that could lead to very high success for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and Connor and I both have Lawrence above Herbert, so we are opposite. Oh, I'm sorry. Just I do. I have them right below, but I still I think they're pretty equal. But it already seems like uh, Lawrence could be more of a winner. I know that doesn't matter all the time in fantasy, but winning games normally leads to high fantasy points. Yeah, he's got that dog. Now you got the garbage time at the end when you have to throw that. That wins fantasy points. Yeah, I don't think he'll get that. I think their team will be in every game. The Chargers. Yeah. The Chargers always find a way to lose. Yeah, they just they're always losing. Um, number seven comes in at Justin Fields. I have him the highest at five. Connor has him at eight, and Chaz has him at seven. Um, I'm, I just think Fields could be the next Jalen Hurts. I don't think he's going to progress as a passer the way Hurts did, but they just went and got DJ Moore. Uh, we saw what he could do on the ground last year, uh, just like Lamar Jackson. I think his legs could get him 80 yards and a touchdown every game on top of what he can do as a passer with the new number one receiver. I'm excited to see what he could do. I have Fields at eight. I think he'll be good. Uh, we'll see how the development as a passer goes. DJ Moore is a number one receiver on an NFL team, but he's not an elite receiver. Will definitely uh, lead to more passing opportunities and open the field for Chase Claypool and Cole Komet, who was signed a long deal. I think around four years, 50 mil, which shows that they're very invested in him. Uh, they lost David Montgomery, so the running game shouldn't be as strong, so it might lead to more rushes for him. I just can't trust him as a passer until he proves it the field. Does he need to be a passer, though? That's why I have him so high. I don't think he need. He wasn't a passer last year. He was the number six quarterback, and they didn't even let him run until, like, week six, and he had all top ten finishes except for one, I think, after that. Yeah, and he didn't have a D.J. Moore receiver. Right. And he barely had Claypool. He was there for, what, three, four games? At the end of the year, and he really didn't do much. That's why I think if he can take anything like a Jalen Hurts jump in passing, plus what he can do on the ground, I think he could be a league winner. 
Yeah, I I've been especially if you listen to the last show, I was very against him on his preseason debut. Um, with that stat line of three passes, two touchdowns, and what 120 something yards off two screen plays. Yeah, so eight air yards in those three completions. So it wasn't like he was making downfield throws. The receivers made big plays, which he didn't have receivers that could do last year. Which is almost after thinking about it, which is why I moved him up, is because now he has a guy like DJ Moore that can take it to the house. Uh, Khalil Herbert looks like he's going to be the every down back for them and can take a ball to the house. So as we saw in the preseason game, that wasn't the screen pass. That was just Hurts getting out of the pocket. Hurts, or Fields got out of the pocket, just dumped it off to him and just took it. Um, so that's kind of why I moved Justin Fields up. Brandon, you're the highest on What round would you draft? If I have two running backs and two receivers going into the fifth round and, and Fields is there, depending on the other quarterbacks, um, I would look to him in the in the fifth, if not the sixth. So his ADP is 4'11". Are you taking him in the end of the fourth? It depends on it depends who's there. Um, I would if I love my team and I don't love a running back or receiver option there. But I, I would much rather wait until halfway through the fifth, early sixth, if I already like where my roster's headed. And if you're drafting at the end of the fourth, you got the wraparound most likely at the beginning of the fifth. So if you want to go get your guy and just feels you can smack him knowing you're getting another position player real soon. Right. Yeah. And I'm only asking you guys because I'm somebody that does not usually draft quarterbacks high. So I'm not looking to draft fields in the fourth. If you're right, if for some reason he ends up in the sixth round, I think it's a great pick for fields. Yeah. Coming in at number six is the other Justin, Justin Herbert. I have him the lowest is eight. Connor has him at six at our consensus, and Chaz has him at the highest is four. Yeah. Um, so Justin Fields just talked about the 411 ADP. Justin Herbert right now is 410. I'm taking Herbert at the 410 pick before. And I don't draft quarterbacks high at all. I just think he was so good two years ago, and now he's healthy again. They improved their offensive line a little bit, and you just added another receiver to go along with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. And you still have Eckler coming out of the backfield. And the coordinator who will pass the ball more in the offense. Yeah, and you have the new coordinator from Dallas that wants to air the ball out, Kellen Moore. So – I think you get him in the fourth round. It's maybe a little bit of a reach, but again, you're you looking at a round, top five quarterback. I think with ease, if you have an elite receiver and then you got two good running backs, you you know you have a little room to to take a chance on a quarterback there. Yeah, and if he ends up top five quarterback this year, I'm happy to take him in the fourth. Connor, what do you think about? Him? He's got a big arm that can make every throw in the game, and you got all your receivers. I believe three, including the rookie. He likes throwing high to targets, and they come down with most balls. He's going to have a lot of stats. I would not be surprised if it's over 5,000 yard season, especially with 17 regular season games. Health has not really been a concern with them. Just last year when he was throwing with broken ribs and still putting up points. Did he miss a game with that? No, he played right, through right, with broken ribs. It, it, it hurt him a lot, but. Eckler's also a very good receiving back. Yeah, and I guess the past couple of years, the only thing that has ever slowed Herbert down is Mike Williams or Keenan Allen being out. Right. So it's not him being out. It's who plays very similar to both of them that he can fill a role as a one yeah. receiver. Well, that's why I'm a little bit lower on him than you guys is because of his receiver health. So Quentin Johnson coming out, apparently he's having a tough training camp, a lot of drop passes. Just dropped two passes in the preseason game. One of Keenan Allen and Mike Williams is always hurt. 
And Herbert's a beast, but you saw it last year yeah. when, he, when his receivers aren't healthy, he definitely takes a hit. And so I could see that happening again. Still love Herbert. Still think he's a great quarterback. Um, I don't know if I'm taking the fourth over Fields, who has the running option. But again, fifth or sixth, and I already like my roster. Uh, I'll certainly take a chance on him. Moving on to number five, Mr. Cool, Joe Burrow. I have him at six. Connor has him all the way up at three, and Chaz also has him at six. Connor, you want to start with your third quarterback? He's got the best receiving trade on the game. Uh, Chase can do everything, especially go down the field. Higgins is a big body guy, especially moving the sticks. And uh, they like to pass the ball. Mixon's good, but they definitely look to pass first. Leads to a lot of opportunities. And like I said before, with uh, Trevor Lawrence, he's a winner. Normally, they get ahead early. They just keep passing. So, what about the calf injury? Does that worry you at all? Like, what if he doesn't miss week one? If he misses week one, uh, it doesn't change where I draft him much because it's more about the full season. The so when you get him for 13 weeks healthy instead of 14 weeks. Right. But you can draft somebody with a matchup for the week one. Yeah, and you're almost looking at him for your playoffs. Right. So, he's going at the end of the third. Are you? Third round. Uh, me personally, no. If it's a third round quarterback, it's going to be one of the top guys, and we'll I, get to them. Yeah, but I, for him, I would look more end of the fourth, fifth, similar to what we were saying with Fields. So if he drops a couple spots, I, I agree. I, I like Burrow. I'm a little worried about the calf, but if he drops the end of the fourth, early fifth, you're right about him having the best wide receiver trio in the game. But they're so good. Um, yeah, I, I like him. Many wins, puts up points. He is a winner. And like I said, Mr. Cool, he looks good doing it. Um, yeah, agree with both of you on everything that you said. I just think the top three are the top three, and we'll get to this guy next, but I think Lamar's got the legs that could fantasy-wise make him better than Joe Burrow. Um, I think Joe Burrow's a much better quarterback than Lamar Jackson, but for fantasy purposes, that's why I have him ranked where I do. Uh, moving on now to Lamar Jackson. We have him at four. I have him at four. Connor has him at five. And Chaz has him at the most at three. And again, I just think he's not quite into that top three group, but his legs, when we've seen him when he's healthy, his legs can make him a number one quarterback and MVP. He's got weapons. I, I think he's going to have a great year. Yeah, as Lamar, it's all about the health. He plays all the games or enough to make it worth it. He's going to get rushing yards. It's kind of like a more established Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. But he's got OBJ, he's got Rashad Bateman, he's got Flowers. And Mark Andrews is probably the best receiving weapon on the team. Um, they still have a good defense that's going to keep the ball in their hands on offense a lot. There's a lot of pluses there. It's just going to come down to health, I think, for him from being a top five guy. He's also got a top two tight end, depending on how you look at it, Mark Andrews. Yeah. Lamar, I had, I always put him at one. I think Lamar has an MVP season again. He is healthy. He's just got paid. He's got the legs to give him an MVP before, and now he's got the best wide receiver group that he's ever had by far. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I I don't think him finishing the number one is really out of – I don't think it's out of the question. It comes down to health. He can put up the numbers. It's Will he play 14 minutes? But now he doesn't have to run as much because he does have right. wins. We'll see if he kind of takes a Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts approach and pass more even though he can run as much as he wants. Yeah. But I like to see him run because he's he's a lot more fun to watch when he's running. <laughs> well, now that he's gotten paid, I think he can let loose a little bit more and not have to worry about injuries while running. 
Well, um, also, how much of the injuries I'm putting in air quotes came from him wanting a contract last year, not getting one? That's true. He was probably trying to do more than he needed to do with having bad receivers and wanting that contract. Right. At number three, we have Patrick Mahomes. I have him at three. Connor has him as his number one, and Chaz has him all the way down at five. Why do you have him so low, Chaz? Yeah, I'm out on Mahomes this year. Um, I know he did it. He did it last year without any help at receiver besides Kelsey. I I don't see him doing it two years in a row. I know Sky Moore's there. Uh, Super Bowl MVP is not good enough. Yeah, I completely disagree. I don't he know wasn't the Super Bowl that. MVP. They just won the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts was Super Bowl well, MVP. I don't disagree with that, but Kelsey's still Kelsey. Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony can do a lot of different things. Or she braces. Darius Tony has never stayed on the field for a full year. That's true, but if he's just a piece of your receiving quarter. Sky Moore never stepped up last year like he was supposed to. And there's a lot. Patrick Mahomes is still a monster. He was. That's, I don't disagree with him being a monster <laughs> last year. I just don't see him doing it again. And another player that you were going to have to draft in the second round. I'm not drafting him in the second round. That, like the, There's no range of possibility that my Personally, draft holds. I think, uh, that I'm taking him in, even in the third, I'm not taking him. Great strategy could be go if you can sneak Kelsey out in the five to six range, and you get Mahomes in the second, and you get that quarterback tight end stack. Yeah, that will win you a lot of weeks. Yeah, but now you're going to the third round without a wide receiver. The only way I'll consider Mahomes is if I have Kelsey. Is if I have Kelsey and I can get him in the third. I wouldn't take him in the second even for the stack. Um, that's something where you do some mock drafts, try to get both of them, and see how the rest of your team turns up. From my experience, I don't like how the rest of the team looks, and I know that you have the top possibly. The, you have the advantage at tight end by a lot. You have a good quarterback advantage. I just don't like how the rest of my team shapes up when I've gotten that in mock drafts. Um, again, if I can get Kelsey and then a running back receiver, and then Mahomes in the third, if he drops there, that's where I, the only time I would consider picking him. That'd be great. I don't think that's going to be an option. I don't think so either, and that's fine with me. Which is why I'm not drafting him <laughs> at all. Right. I just don't see any range of possibility where I would go take Mahomes. And I think he's de- he has a down here. Okay. Number two is Josh Allen. I have him at two. Chaz has him at two. And Connor has him at four. Um, I, I still think he likes to run, too. Another running quarterback who has proven time and time again he could pass. He still has digs. Gabe Davis is a huge, uh, big playmaker. James Cook, I think, is going to get a lot of time out of the backfield. Like he's a good receiving back. I think that's going to help. And I just think – I don't think the Bills are going to be quite as good as they were, but I think Josh Allen still puts up the fantasy numbers. Well, and they also drafted Dalton Kincaid, the pass-catching tight end, to help him out as well because Dawson Knox kind of just turned into a blocking tight end. Um, I think Josh Allen is – I think there's so much pressure on the Bills to finally win a Super Bowl. I think so, they missed their chance. And now that the, I do agree that I think they missed their chance, the AFC East has gotten a lot better. Well, I see there's eight teams with stud quarterbacks that are going to make it hard to go that far. But just their division, it's right. talking about are they even going to make the playoffs? Like yeah, they, we don't even have Tua on our top ten list, but if he's healthy, he's up there. It's going to make it tough, especially with them, Rodgers, and uh, Patriots are always Patriots. playing tough. Yeah, Patriots. I mean, yeah, you're not looking at Mac Jones, but you're looking at the Patriots play that division tough. I mean, I think that every game they're going to go out there to put up as many points as they can to run away with games and show that they are still powerhouse, even if they don't end up being that team. 
They're going to try. Right. That's why I still like him. I still think he's going to put up great numbers, fantasy wise, especially. I just don't think that the Bills are going to be what they were, what people think they will be. Yeah. And I think Allen's great. I'm worried about his connection with Diggs. You saw in the playoffs, Diggs absolutely furiously in the game. That might really start to do some turmoil. Allen can run the hell out of the ball, but he takes big shots. Is this year, depending on how, if he takes too big of a shot, misses some games, and does that lead to passing problems, like we are saying with Herbert, once he gets the fridge cracked or something, that it could not be good for him. So right now he's going at the end of the second. If you were to steal – not steal. If you were to draft Diggs in the first, are you doing the Diggs down stack? No. But no. last year that was a league-winning combo. It was. The uh, stack doesn't make sense because you got to – Take Diggs at the end of the first, and then you're not also taking Allen at the end of the That's second. true. You'd have to get him at the end of the third. And if you could get him at that point, that'd be amazing and get a running back. Yeah, if he fell all the way to the end of the third. Yeah, because you're not taking him at the beginning of the second. Right, right. Yeah. that's what I was talking about. If you get right, Diggs right. at the first, I'm not taking Allen at the beginning of the second. Uh, yeah. Maybe at the end of the third if he's there. Um, and then our number one quarterback is Jalen Hurts. Again, we are Philly fans, but Chaz and I have him at one. Connor has him at two, and Philly fans are not. He's got the legs. He's got the QB sneaks, so many rushing touchdowns. You saw his arm improve. He's got great receivers, so many running backs now that can catch. Um, Dallas Goddard, I, I think that everything's in place for him to have another number one quarterback finish fantasy. Yeah, I. there's nothing I don't like. There's a new coordinator. Yeah, that's about the only thing that might be a little different is coordinator uh, play calling. But he has the connection with the coordinator. Yeah, it was his quarterback coach for years. Right. So they didn't get rid of the tush push. That's going to lead to probably five touchdowns by itself. At least. And a yeah. in for more. He has two receivers and a tight end that are all hoping to be 1,000 yard receivers. So they're going to throw the ball. There's a lot of good. And he's smart when he slides or gets out of balance. Whereas with what we've been saying with some of these other Russian quarterbacks, he doesn't take the big hits nearly as often unless the game's on the line. Yeah. Um, and right now, He's going in the beginning of the third. I would take him in the third round. I would even think about taking him in the end of the second. I think he's that good. I, yeah. I think, you know, like I was saying, running quarterbacks, I think, are the key to fantasy, and he can do that. He can run. He's such a smart runner, too. Um, he doesn't really take a lot of hits unless he's giving them. I, also, the defense this year has some question marks with linebacker and safety, but they got – D-line and corners that create turnovers, whether it's for fumbles or picks, that keeps putting the ball in the offensive hand. The question, I think, for the Eagles as a team this year, they would score so many points in the second quarter that they would go slow so slow in the second half. Will they keep their foot on the gas pedal, and that could lead to even more points for them? Well, I think they're going to have to because they have a much harder schedule this year. In the second they half, they got a gauntlet of five games, two of the Cowboys, Chiefs, Bills. I think the Niners are in there, too. Yeah. Who knows how many points Hurts could have had last year if they – Played football in the second half. Yeah, they didn't have to. It's yeah. that took so much away from everybody on that offense. So I think everybody on the Eagles team could have a bump this year because they don't have a lot of second half stats at all. Yeah, so I think with the tough schedule, he's going to have to stay in games. Have to keep up the pace. I, yeah, yeah, the, the ball's going to be in his hand more than just handing off all the time. In right. the second half. Even, I mean, Boston Scott catches the ball. You know, he's going to score touchdowns against the Giants. But Swift is possibly his best pass-catching running back that he's ever played with. Yeah, and I we said it yesterday, he's kind of running as a slot, too. So they're going to work ways to have Swift on the field. Um, and Gamewell proved that he could catch out of the backfield last year. And 
they said he's running with the ones. So, yeah, he looked really solid in the playoffs last year. I think at that point, Miles Sanders started slowing down because he had so much shoots throughout the year. Yeah. That, I mean, whether they're, they got possibly five running backs that they might keep on the team that can keep them fresh to get, help keep the whole offense going. Yeah. All right. That is our quarterbacks from one to 10. Is there any honorable mentions that you guys have that were left off of your top 10 that you want to talk about? I just have Tua, and that one's pretty much strictly due to concussions that you guys don't have him up that far. Yeah, when he was healthy and played, he He's, was good. It's electric. That he, I mean, it's up there as one of the best duos, and they're fast with Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. Yeah, so many big plays with that offense. Yeah, they really helped him. Especially out. if you're in a league that has 50-yard touchdown bonuses. Yeah. They get them. I mean, it's not every single week, but it's pretty often. Yeah, I don't know if Tua would have made my top 10. But the health concerns definitely kept him all fight. I don't know. He was, if you're going to get someone like him, you've got to also get some Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott range, knowing that you have a steady backup in case he misses games. Yeah. Uh, Brent, anybody you would take that is not on – that we did not talk about today? Uh, when he's fully healthy and totally back, like I wouldn't draft him, but I would consider picking up this Kyler Murray. Again, the, you got to drop running. him once Call of Duty comes out. Yeah, so you get what two weeks by the time he comes back <laughs> and Call of Duty comes out. Um, Especially no, without someone like I, I, would, I wouldn't draft him, but once he's fully healthy and he's going to be back and he's the starter, I'd consider picking him up. Um, again, the upside of rushing. I also like Kirk Cousins, always there. He's, he's a great steady one if you take too many running backs and receivers and forget to take the quarterback in the first eight or so rounds. Yeah, because yeah, he's save Oliver, his tight end, everybody on that team. And now he's got Jordan Addison who just yeah. helps out. Only play him at 1 o'clock games. He loves to follow yeah, the pressure. not too prime time. He's also a good guy. I would say him, Jared Goff, the same way. He's a good guy if you want to take a chance on Chaz's guy, Anthony Richardson. But he's going to need some time to develop. So if you can go to one of these steady guys until Anthony Richardson maybe develops a little bit more. Yeah, I think Anthony Richardson could almost be what Justin Fields was last year. A very slow start, kind of learning the offense, getting used to the NFL. And then once he starts running in the second half, kind of that guy that if he can't do it with his arm, he's going to do it with his legs and put up fantasy points strictly off his legs alone. Um, I just want to mention two other guys really quick. Derek Carr, I think – could have a big year with Chris Olave and Michael Thomas if he stays healthy. Yeah, that's a big but I agree. Yeah, it's and it's not one of those guys that we're talking about that'll be a top ten or a league winner, but kind of I Kirk Cousins range. Top 10. But also Kirk Cousins range of consistency. I think he's in the ten to fifteen range, but cracking the top ten isn't that out of the realm of possibility. That NFC South is terrible. And similar to the Eagles schedule last year, they play against no big quarterbacks, so the defense will get a boost even with that to keep the offense on the field more. Yeah, that'd be someone who gets a solid 15 points a week as his floor, but yeah, he could get up to 25 with those receivers have a high ceiling. Yeah, and then the other one um, I want to bring up is Geno Smith. Um, Not he's not going to be your flashy score a ton of points guy. To me, he's the same as Goff and Kirk. He's, he relies so much on the talent around him, but there's a lot of talent. And they added talent this year. Yeah, yeah. They added a pass-catching running back. They added arguably the best receiver in the draft. Yeah, I'll play Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave at Ohio State, and you're adding him to DK Metcalf and Tyra Lockett. He could be really scared. Yeah. yeah, so he's that guy that could crack a top 10 that you're not drafting probably until your 10th to 13th round, somewhere in there at the end of the draft. If you want to be like me and you want to be heavier on your running backs or receivers, 
Or if you take a guy like Anthony Richardson and you don't want to play him right away, you have somebody like Geno Smith, Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, great fill-ins for that time. All right, let us know if you have any discrepancies with our rankings, if there's any other guys you think should be in the top 10. Um, if you want us to talk about any other guys, our next episode is going to be running back rankings this time for real. Yeah, we're going to go down 20 to 11. So, so we'll go 20 to 11, and then we'll eventually do a 10 to 1, and then we'll keep moving through rankings with some fun episodes in there as well, some more mock drafts, anything like that. So let us know what you want us to talk about um, as you start drafting. Maybe you're drafting now, maybe in another week or two. Send in your drafts, and we'll we'll tell you what we think about it, stuff like that. And we will see you next time. Yeah. Cheers.